0: You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash
1: the network.
2: Hey, welcome to Ten Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle. As always, with my
0: guys, Brian and Dave. What's going on, fellas? You know why we're here. You know what we want to hear about. What? <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> I invite the boys over to, uh, to have some good old-fashioned fun on Friday. And Kyle tells us he doesn't think he can make it because he has to get up early the next day to drive to Pittsburgh <laughs> to go see Shen Yun. Is China it Shen before Yun? Communi- communism.
2: Is that how is that how you pronounce it? Shenyun? Motherfucker, you went. You bought tickets and Shen Yun. went Shenyun. I think it's Shenyun. I don't know. I didn't pay I that know. much attention. <laughs> I wasn't there long enough to uh
0: <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell us start from the beginning. Start from the very beginning. Why did you get tickets to Shenyun? Shenyun. my wife
2: my wife has been intrigued about this thing for years they plaster billboards everywhere there's signs in every single business in cleveland for shin Yun, and she wanted to go this year but we have a wedding when it's in cleveland so being the caring husband that i am i don't want to see this but my wife wants to see it it, i'll do it. it she's been to a ton of shitty comedy shows over the years if she wants to go watch dancing Asian ladies, we're going to go watch dancing Asian ladies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am
0: a great husband. Is she so, particularly fascinated by Asian culture? Is she wanted? like is she watching a lot of anime? Uh, you guys don't watch TV so she doesn't watch anime.
2: No, she's not into anime. I mean, in college she uh she had a thing for Asian men for a while. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's experimented with their culture. Little crab so, rangoon so, on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. She found out she's allergic to shellfish, um, so now she's back. <laughs> she's with me. Um, <laughs> back to hot it, dogs. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes me stack up well. Uh, so no. So anyway, so she wanted to see this thing. So I said, "Fuck it." For Christmas, bought tickets. She has a bunch of girlfriends in Pittsburgh that she went to Kent State with. And I said, Hey, are you guys busy this weekend? We're coming over to see Shen Yun. And they go, what the fuck is that? And I go, it's <laughs> dancing Asia ladies. They say, no, thank you, but we will be in town, meet up afterwards. So I said, okay, this will be a perfect day. We'll drive over. I got two o'clock tickets, matinee tickets. And then at night, we're going to go hang out with our girlfriends. No problem. Easy, great, great Christmas gift, slam dunk. So we drive over and, um, We have some Delta eights before we go in. Okay. Um, (laughs) Allison has a lot of Delta eights before we go in. (laughs) I have a, I have a moderate amount. I'm good. And we go in, we sit down and the place is fucking packed. It's in like their playhouse square, um, where the one in a few weeks will be. And we start watching it and it's what I expected. It's not what Allison expected. Um, it was unbelievably cheesy and they start telling you this story and they, the, they have the dancers on the stage. I thought it was just going to be like a circus display thing where they're, you know, just doing shit dancing. But no, this thing had like a story and it had like, like people that come out and then they tell a story, they do a dance and somebody would come out and they tell a story and then they do another dance. But it had a giant screen behind it that was like interactive. So like, at one point, like, I don't know, uh, aliens came to the Earth, but the aliens looked like white Jesus. So there's, like, this guy <laughs> flying into the stage, and uh, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so fucking funny. So, like, I'm laughing, and she's fucking hitting me, like, knock it off. <laughs> but she, I found out that she was hitting me because... She thought it was fucking corny, and she was trying not to laugh herself. And so we're, we're like watching this thing, and like the graphics were like Teletubby, like Power Rangers esque. Like it was very like early '90s like graphics. It wasn't even like they put a budget on on it. Well, all mine, the
0: budget went to billboards. Yes, <laughs> all of it went to billboards.
2: These were a Which... hundred plus dollar tickets a piece. The place was packed. God damn. These people are printing damn. fucking money. Printing money. And like, I don't know, like the women's things, like it was cool. They had like long sleeves and like they were like dancing. Like they look like the things outside of like a car lot. You know, Wacky just like. waving, fl- and arm
3: flailing, inflatable Yeah, t- yeah.
2: <laughs> like it was cool. Like, you know, I was enjoying it. But then like the men, when they would come out, like, you know, when the Power Rangers will be like, and then like they'll get ready for battle and they do like a little dance. It was just consistently oh, yeah. that. Like, so that's like what it was. And we're in a half, 20 minutes and we're through like the third fucking dance. And she goes, you got to shut the fuck up. And I go, okay, I'll shut the fuck up and I'll, I'll, I'll behave myself. And then like one of the guys was flying with an alien on like a, a sky dragon, if you will. And, like, somebody just hits them with a bow staff, like a giant bow staff, and, like, knocks them down out of the middle of nowhere. And I could not help it. And I laughed again, like, loud, audibly loud, loud. <laughs> and nobody's laughing. It's just, it's me and Allison. There's some kids there, and then there's, like, grandparents. Like, we're the only people our age there. Um And she looks at me again, and she goes, do you want to leave? And I go, no, I'm good. I will stay for Shenyun. Yun. And she's like, "Are you sure we can go get lunch?" And I go, "Well, if you want to leave, we'll leave." And she goes, "I definitely want to leave. This sucks." And I go, "Oh my god." So, yeah, we were the show started at two. We were back in our car that was in a parking garage around the corner by two thirty five.
0: Nice. God damn, a hundred dollars a piece for tickets. I like even if if Sarah was. Dying laughing in, in, in old people's faces that were taking it very seriously. If there was a an 80-year-old Chinese couple sitting next to us who were taking in their culture, and Sarah was laughing in their faces. I'd be like, I spent $100 per ticket. You're going to keep laughing in their fucking faces. There's no way we're leaving.
2: Oh, see, I didn't care because shoot. <laughs>
0: Because money ain't a thing. The land dragon provided for you. Yes,
2: it's sky dragon. Sky
0: dragon. But what? I mean,
2: what? What am I going to do? Sit there and fucking ruin this show for everybody around me? You know what I mean? Yes. You're like yes, but she was embarrassed, and she's like, it's theater. She's like, you know about like in comedy shows when people are laughing and like doing what they're not supposed to do. (laughs) She's like, that's what we would be doing to the the fucking people on the stage and the people around us. And I go, that's fair. That's fair. So we go to go to Nikki's Thai, which is my one of my favorite restaurants of all time. Yeah. It closed at three o'clock. It's two forty five. We're not going in 15 minutes late. Um, so we end up going to a P.F. Chang's and getting <laughs> lettuce wraps. And then we go hang out with our girlfriends. Um, and it was a great night. And we got up, we got coffee the next day and drove back. And, you know, it was a fine trip. It's like nothing was ruined. We had fun. She got to see her girlfriends. Um, a couple things of note though, while we were looking there, she goes, how the fuck do people still go to this thing? So Allison starts looking up reviews on it. Uh-huh. And when you Google it, like, you know, how, like if you type in like Gwyneth Paltrow, it'll say like Gwyneth Paltrow, net worth, Gwyneth Paltrow, nude, Gwyneth Paltrow, blah, blah, blah. Feet. If you type it, yeah, feet, <laughs> exactly. When you type in Shin Yun into Google, the second thing that comes up is cult. Yeah, dude, this is Chinese propaganda. Like, legitimately, like, the people that run this, okay, I, we found this out. They're banned. They're not allowed in China. Like, they're not there. They they work out of a compound in Deer Park, New York. The oh, okay. guy who runs it has a compound. He started a religion in the 90s. And, um, yeah, dude, Shen Yun is very, very, very shady. Um, I need this
0: Netflix documentary.
2: It's I don't know, dude. So they were very like when you walked in, like I've been to some pretty big comedy shows. When you went to uh, see like Bert Kreischer, um, or like you know, did they have like the little bags for your cell phones? Dave, have you been uh, to a comedy show where they bag your cell phone?
3: Yeah the the show that I went to see Chappelle at Radio City Music Hall in uh, New York that we got booted on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had to, we even had to less bag our phones for that, yeah.
2: they the, the whole time, it was no no recording. This is copyrighted material. Absolutely no pictures, no video. I mean, I've never seen anything like it outside of, like, bagging a phone. Uh, they are very strict on it. Uh, so, yeah, like, you could, like, get in there and, like, watch a review of this thing. I guess from what we read at the end of it, the fucking white alien angel that comes down turns into a fucking Karl Marx fucking face. Like, it has to do with, like, communism, and, like, it's got, like, all this fucking, like, embedded shit into it that I probably wouldn't understand. Like, a lot of Chinese are fucking disgusted by it. <laughs> they leave fucking upset. Uh,
0: wow. Yeah, I dude. am really intrigued by Shen Yun now. Yeah, yeah they, they were like
2: they were like anti-vax, like they were helping out with QAnon, they were helping out with the Trump campaign, uh, all kinds of all kinds of weird shit, dude. There's huge rabbit hole you can go down.
3: Did you just make 10 cent beer life an enemy of this Chinese propaganda state? <laughs> yeah,
2: but you know what? We we do. We have fucking uh, we we can contact the Chinese government because the Chinese government fucking hates these people. Um, they battle. So, I mean, if anything, like, we can call the Chinese government.
3: Is it is it basically Chinese Church of Scientology? Is that what it is?
2: That's probably a good way to put it. I... It's just... It's fucking wild, <laughs> dude. And, in fact, like, the Chinese government has went so far to reach out to theaters in Europe and the United States, like, begging them to not let them spread this propaganda.
0: I mean, like, I... The Chinese government is super shitty, so maybe... Maybe they're on the right side of things. Like I don't know, is there a second shitty side to be on? Is there is there a right side and then the Chinese government and Shenyun Yun are on separate shitty sides? Morality is not
2: a fucking two sided object. Like there's many sides. It's probably more like an octagon, and I think they're all shitty. They're working out of a compound in New York.
0: You know, okay. like the shit octagon.
2: Yeah, I mean they 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 ties with QAnon and, and like the Trump campaign. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could, you know, pick, pick your uh, poison there. on like, what, what's bad and what's not like, they just hate each other. You know, I don't know. It's <laughs> wild. We didn't sit long enough to get brainwashed.
0: Um, so there's no Genghis Khan in there. Cause he was, he was a big figure back then. I didn't
2: get stay long enough. Like we saw water arms, which was pretty tight. It was the ladies with the long sleeves doing the, like the, the car lot things. It was pretty cool. Like the Delta a, I was like, all right, this is tight. I can get behind this. But it was the graphics behind it. So what it was is there'd be like, there was like a ledge, like on the back of the stage that the the dancers would run and they would jump behind it and they would hide down. And then once they jumped behind that, they would get onto like vehicles or like Sky Dragons and they would like fly away in the screen. Obviously, it was a graphic, but that's what was cracking us up was the screen behind it. Like there was just... No production value
0: whatsoever. That's awesome. I'm really jealous you got to see at least part of it. Over
2: $100
0: a ticket for this thing. Yeah. And dude,
2: just fucking printing money. I want to see the people. Like, are they paying the dancers? Like, I would love to talk to one of the dancers.
0: I'm so cheap when it comes to, like, paying for a show. Like, Rage Against the Machine is a top five band for me, like, all time. I wouldn't pay the the retail price of the 125 for their tickets when they were coming to the queue. Like I had a chance to get them, not aftermarket, but retail price, and I and I wasn't going to drop 125. Like I I don't know how you could bring yourself to pay that for for Shen Yun, dude.
2: My wife, man, like I don't know. It's just
0: Sarah. Yeah, if she wanted to see that, I'd be like, absolutely not. We'll getting
3: we worked do? on her,
2: huh? The marketing worked.
0: Oh, the
3: marketing yeah.
2: worked. Allison, Got her, Allison. Allison is we're dinks. We're dual income, no kids. Like fucking Taylor Swift, the nosebleed tickets are a hundred bucks. Like she's constantly refreshing her fucking computer to get Taylor Swift tickets. Like I, it's not like I'm not going to balk at that price.
0: I was looking online. I was trying to see some footage of it, and like you were saying, they keep it tight. Like there's there's nothing. There's no unofficial video whatsoever. I mean, like. You know, I've seen video of these Chappelle shows. People get phones in. Nobody, nobody gets past Chen Yun, Shen Yun.
2: Yeah, whatever their name is. I don't trust yeah. them. I wouldn't share the footage even if I got it at this point because I know <laughs> when we left. I no bullshit. Like, and now that I know about the cult thing, there was thirty-ish Asian men in matching suits in the fucking like corridor, like outside of the theater, just all standing there. And like they were older, and they looked very official. Uh, I, I was kind of nervous. Like the they elders. saw on our sleeve, dude. The elders, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can look. at
0: big sumo looking guys like the the bad guy in uh, Three Ninjas.
2: They had one guy that was very fat, and he had an eye that had a scar on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit.
0: <laughs> I'm joking, but um,
3: uh, it's operated by
2: Falun Gong religion, new religious movement. Okay. Jesus.
3: Uh, two things. They're definitely pouring a ton of money into marketing because as soon as we had this conversation in the chat, I hadn't I hadn't looked it up at all. They started advertising it to me, and then when I went after you talked about it, I went to see what it was all about. I looked that up, and now it's been nothing but Shenyang on my fucking Instagram feed since this has happened. The second thing is uh, spending money on concert tickets is an experience, and uh, you can't put a price tag on that.
0: He's pointing at us. <laughs> I think you can, and I do, and it's much less than apparently you two are willing to pay for stuff like. A, a, dude, I met a, Snoop a, Dogg. A huh? I
3: I'm, met I'm Snoop Dogg, dude. It was the dopest money I've ever spent. I got
0: he got me high.
3: At, where
0: did you meet Snoop Dogg?
3: Blossom Music Center. It was two hundred a ticket.
0: Well, I guess if you're guaranteed to meet Snoop Dogg, that's worth it.
2: Well, hold on. let's just experiences
3: let's just turn... are worth it. That's what I that's see. What like I'm a
0: saying. trip, I'm I'll, I'll spend the money on. But like uh, a if I know it's a two hour show, you can't cram enough entertainment into those two hours for for me to think that it's worth it.
2: You'll spend that on a tomahawk steak dinner, though, won't you?
0: Uh, yeah, but like that—that's an immersive experience. <laughs> but you, you, Not the Tomahawk about... itself. I I wouldn't spend that much on that. But like between two meals, yeah, I'd, I'd spend two hundred bucks.
3: Well, but how but... how much do you like Rage Against the Machine though?
0: A lot. Well, then one hundred
3: twenty-five bucks is worth it. Not to me. So, have you ever seen them before? No. Well, that yeah. I mean, none of this makes sense to me. If you've never seen them, pay fucking $300 a ticket. Who gives a shit? Me. I wouldn't do that.
2: What do you say? Scared money don't make money or some shit? That's
3: yeah, a liar, but...
2: That's
3: exactly what it is, yeah.
2: You can always make more money. Uh, yeah, so Falun Gong is the name of the religion. The leader's name is Li Hongzhi, H-O-N-G-Z-H-I. And this shit was started in the 90s. Global headquarters in Dragon Springs, a four hundred and twenty-seven acre compound in Deer Park, New York. And that's where compound. he lives. Um He has an outreach organization, Shenyun and the far right newspaper, the Epoch Times. Do you guys know about the Epoch Times? I know of it, yeah. Yeah, that's also Shenyun. Dude, that's Shinun and it's Yeah. Yeah. It's Shinyun at Epoch Times. Their anti-evolutionary stance, yeah, dude. They're. Uh...
3: How far does a rabbit hole go?
2: They promote conspiracy theories such as QAnon and anti-vaccine misinformation, and producing advertisement for former U.S. President Donald Trump. Damn, It's also drawn attention for promoting attention in Europe with far-right political beliefs, primarily in France and Germany.
0: So that's why it specifically is tagged China before communism, because it's a very anti-communist, very right-wing type of of ideology, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Shen Yun is fucking fascinating.
2: I mean, it really is communism. It's just uh, they're lying. Uh, I don't know, man. They're... uh... They're wild. It's wild, and I'm kind of scared to talk about it anymore. But um.
0: <laughs> just don't put this out on TikTok, and we're fine.
2: Is that? Oh, that's right. That's where they get you. I don't they know get how to you. Tip, huh? I don't know how to TikTok.
0: You don't know how to tipa tipa, Tipper? TikTok? <laughs> My dude, speaking, we're just, go speaking ahead. of the Asian world. Uh, Do you guys see this Cliff Kingsbury thing? Oh yeah, dude.
2: He's with some <laughs> lady boys,
0: dude. He's with lady boys for sure. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury um, is—he just—he bought a—he's like I'm not taking any um, any interviews for new positions. Um, I'm, I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. So whether Cliff Kingsbury is going to go there with transgender people or whatever, no matter what, if you're going to Thailand, you're on some sort of se- freaky sexual walkabout. There's—you you don't just go to Thailand indefinitely. For anything but freaky sexual behaviors. Yeah, so, dude. So Cliff Kingsbury is going ticket. over there to bust nuts. Is that <laughs> yes. a one-way ticket? He's yeah. living
2: there amongst the people now.
0: For an indefinite amount of time.
2: He's eating street food and having sex with 15-year-olds. This is what I assume.
0: Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury's about to go bust some weird nuts over there.
1: Ugh.
2: Good for him. You know, whatever, I guess. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Wild.
0: <Wow. laughs> Good for him for just telling everybody. Yeah, He doesn't just go, yeah, I'm going to go on you know vacation and, and spend some time to myself. He's like, I'm going to fucking Thailand, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I'm coming back. <laughs>
3: yeah, I guess you don't have to give out the location every time.
0: <laughs> no, and I don't think you need to tell people that you don't know when you're coming back either. Right. It just spells out things very specifically, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going over there. I'm getting weird. We'll see what happens. No thank you to the NFL. What – didn't he – so
2: him and Baker Mayfield at one point had some beef. Wasn't it over a lady? Didn't – something happen? I'm not I don't know sure. about
0: anything about a lady, but I – him and Baker Mayfield had beef because he uh, – Baker – he was the coach at Texas Tech when Baker Mayfield was there. And Baker walked on, ended up being a starter as a true freshman after a couple people got hurt did pretty well for a stretch of games and then going into the next season was like, well, can I at least get a scholarship? And they're like, no. So he didn't appreciate that, went to Oklahoma, and naturally things went well there. And as far as I know, that's the story between him and Cliff Kingsbury. I feel like
2: there was some banging stuff going on, something with banging that might have just been a rumor too.
0: That's what's up. I hope so.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Wrestling for Ripman Trash outside the Cheesecake Factory.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck that, dude. If you're a quarterback in this town, like that should that that's something that I can turn my eye to. You know,
0: you can turn your eye to. What do you mean?
2: You know, getting a blowjob at Cheesecake Factory, like that's the behavior that I, I'm. I'm okay with that in my quarterback.
0: You want that in your quarterback.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want him sexually assaulting people, though. No. If it's a consensual blowjob, you know, you're the quarterback. You deserve yeah. that. You know?
0: Consensual blowjobs behind chain restaurants. Yeah. In uh, outdoor fairy tale village shopping malls. <laughs> I mean,
3: who hasn't been there, you know? <laughs>
2: I would love to get a blowjob, maybe for Christmas next year, at the Cheesecake Factory. Maybe
0: that's something I'm going to escalate. Fuck yeah. There's so many menu options. It's just a, an all-around great experience. I'd pay $200 for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't pay $100 for it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, is, that worth, is that a good trade-off for Shen Yu tickets? <laughs> yeah, man. There's a, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of aspects and dimensions to it. It's an immersive experience.
3: I wonder if anybody's like ate mushrooms and like oh we got tickets to Shen Yun. <laughs> and and
0: oh.
3: go in there fucking wide-eyed. I'm and sure they, they never have come back out.
2: I'm sure they have.
3: They're part of the cult now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we uh yeah, we were uh wilding out. Uh, we weren't on mushrooms, but we were yeah. we had some Delta dates and we were we were we were having fun. Hell yeah.
3: We, we immediately I, wonder if I there's had like a, a call to action.
2: Well, that's what I, Allison was like. Should we protest? should And I was like, we're not starting fights with Chinese cults. Like, that's <laughs> that's not what's happening. I'll talk about it on the podcast, and we'll make jokes about it. But that's about as far as we'll go.
3: I meant, like, I wonder if they're recruiting people at the end. Like,
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, yes, I'm sure they are. I'm sure that they're – so we walked in, and this lady has, like, a pamphlet – and it said, like, relive Shen Yun. And, like, you could buy it and, like, watch a digital download, I guess. And she goes, these are better than DVD you should buy. It was $100 to watch the replay of Shin Yun. Holy and she just shit. kept going, these are better than DVD quality. Better than DVDs. And we were like, I would hope so, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but after seeing their production value, like, they're still in DVD times.
3: You don't happen to have one of these papers, do you? Is it something you can buy digitally?
2: Allison, do you have that tribute paper? No, remember, I dropped it and we got up and left. She dropped it on the floor as we left. Yeah, and we like took off. As we, we finished our beer and our wine and our chocolate covered pretzels and scooted out in between, people <laughs> applauding. We didn't come back. I had to go to coat check. She was like, Can you go get my coat for me, please? I don't want to go down because we just checked the coat in. And I went to coat check, and I was like, my wife has a horrible stomachache. She sat down. She she feels like she's going to explode. Like, we have to get out of here. Like." And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it stinks, but I, I can't have her getting sick in the theater. And they're like, oh, you poor thing. Have a great Christmas. And I was like, yeah, thank you.
0: We don't care for your culture. <laughs> <laughs> we thought this would be far more like dragon ball z
2: <laughs> no these were <laughs> no this was pittsburgh trash like the the playhouse square when we went and got our tickets at will call i kid you not the lady that gave us our tickets had her tits hanging out i had a tit tattoo like at playhouse square down there and i was like this is such a trash city dude
0: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> pittsburgh downtown's cool but it's very dirty looking it all looks very dirty and, like, once you get outside of that city valley, it's it all looks like fucking uh, junkyards. Like, everything looks like a junkyard.
0: Well, you're describing Cleveland. We are a dirty city that looks very junkyard-y quite A lot of the time.
2: I don't know if it's like Pittsburgh, man. It's like an extra layer of coal. Because, like, their industry is not completely dead like ours.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, they've. I think it's a cool-looking city. Like, the way that everything's kind of cut into the hills... Like, you know, I don't want to drive there, especially driving a stick shift. But I think it's like it's got a cool look to it. It's got, you know, the the Batman-ness to it um, with how much Christopher Nolan film there. Like, you can, you know, it has that Gotham Christopher Nolan vibe to it, which is cool. Cleveland, like, for the most part, if you're entering the city, like, there's like two ways to enter the city that look nice. Everything else looks so shitty. And you know, I love Cleveland, but what are, what are the two ways? What's your, what's your top way? If you're not, if you're not coming in on the shoreway, this, the city looks so gross. Oh
2: yeah. (laughs) Route two coming from the West to the East is the best way. And then from the East to the West, and then 71 and 77 into the city. It's just like,
0: Oh, (laughs) and even route two West to East, you drive by a water treatment plant that fucking stinks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah but i mean it's it's pretty cool once you get in once you hit oh yeah like, yeah you keep the windows up get an air freshener right when you have a guest in town we we typically will take people and like see cleveland doesn't suck you should move here
0: if you're entering <laughs> anything further south than that it is just like oh god
3: check out this giant flame
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's just flames shooting out of buildings
2: yeah, dude. If you leave, like, my house and drive to Cleveland uh, downtown, which is, like, a seven-minute drive from here to, like, Playhouse Square area, like, you see you see Armenian Genocide is real billboard. Then you <laughs> see, like, Steel Mill. You see a billboard with the national debt just fucking growing and growing and growing. <laughs> and then, like, you just hit, like, fucking Quicken and Loans, and then that's it in a casino. And, like, you're there. It's garbage. Fucking
0: all the others, like Columbus, it... It looks like a very modern city as you enter. Um, and then Cincinnati has that same, like, you know, shit cut into the hills kind of feel to it. Cincinnati's a cool-looking city as you enter. Cleveland, I still maintain, is the best out of all of those cities. But the contents of it, not, like, the, the facade of it. Because the facade of it is is dirty and industrial and old.
2: Well, and I think Cleveland's better... For the fact that, like, the, our neighborhoods are better. Like, if, you, if you're if Lakewood and, like, it has, like, this real, like, civic pride where, like, Columbus, it's, like, noodles and company everywhere.
0: And yeah, it's you just, can't like, even fucking, park anywhere.
2: Yeah, it's, like, five-lane roads and it's just – there's no soul. And then Cincinnati, eh, it's just I, – I don't know where to go in Cincinnati. I don't know well enough. I think I'm sure there's some cool areas. I've been to a couple areas. Uh, but – like everywhere I'm like, I see a street and I'm like, oh, I've seen this on the first 48. Let's get the out of here. <laughs> oh, I've seen this on the first 48. Let's get out of here. So.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of first 48 kind of areas in all of these cities, except for Columbus. Not really.
2: Oh, there it is. There it is, is there. I, yeah. I've yet
0: to encounter that.
2: They, they have done a good job with, I don't, what's the term, <laughs> uh, gerrymandering or like they, they segregate like the hood is the hood there. And then like, you know, campus life. And like, it's very much just like chunked out. Yeah,
3: yeah. Information that's helpful to know when booking a hotel for uh rock on the range or Sonic temple. <laughs>
0: yeah. In Cleveland. We, uh, we spread our hoods out. There's, there's certain areas that are like, you know, real trendy Ohio city and Tremont. There, there's areas that get real hairy. Ariel Castro was keeping girls in his basement. <laughs> Not too far from some real trendy uh, hangout spots.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cleveland does a good job mixing it. So you never feel too unsafe in my opinion.
1: Ah.
0: Uh, let's agree to disagree there. There's, oh, there's been certain times like uh you know, taking Cedar for an extended period of time real late at night where I've been like, "Oh god, uh, you know, as there's one of those uh motorcycle crews that are doing wheelies and shit like just uh, they, they surrounded my car." Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, locking the doors. This girl's like, what, are you nervous? I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't love this right now. Here, why don't you get out, toots? Yeah, you go, right <laughs> on the back of his bike.
2: Yeah. You think I'm a pussy? You
0: can join that gang. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was an experience. We drove back. We cruised back to Cleveland. We didn't take any highways. So we drove country roads back from Pittsburgh to um damn cleveland it didn't add too much time um we stopped at a nice like middle of the nowhere diner and had breakfast and uh just kind of bullshit and sang some songs and enjoyed enjoyed our sunday afternoon
0: Ooh, how um, lovely yeah it was nice and you missed uh, a lot of football
2: i didn't miss that much of it because we got home early enough so oh, did you let's see here what, were you what... able
0: to watch much saturday
2: I caught the first half of the uh, Chargers-Jaguars game. We left the house. We went over to a girlfriend's house. We left, and I got back to the hotel, and it was like, oh, shit, it's 30 to 20. I'm going to put this game on and watch the end of the game. But the hotel had Dish Network, and the game was fucking blacked out. So.
0: Oh, Jesus. I
2: was... Like no, I was like, whatever, you know, I'll live. And then I s- checked the score, and I was like, motherfucker, dude, what happened in that game? I didn't even that watch game was highlights.
0: bananas. It was uh, Trevor Lawrence sucking a thousand dicks in the first half. <laughs> he just like everything he did was wrong. He made every possible bad decision he could make. He threw four picks, and they they lost a fumble, so there were five turnovers in the first half which they showed on the screen it was the first time that it had happened in a playoff game since 1999 <sighs> naturally nobody had ever overcome this and they were down with like a couple minutes left in in the first half they were down 27 nothing so they marched down in the uh, the you know closing minutes of the first half they get one touchdown okay Trevor Lawrence showing a little bit of signs of life i uh, I hopped in and, and bet the uh, the money line Jaguars and ended up making 60 bucks off of a $5 bet.
2: There you go. That's all I saw about the game was people taking the Jaguars the second half and just posting their ha-ha-has,
1: you know? Yes.
0: And, like, I had the Jaguars win in all of my – like, all my parlays, I had the Jaguars win in beforehand. And then, like, I've got one parlay throughout all the playoffs where I just picked money line each team I thought would win, which is still – 100%, but watch the fucking Cowboys lose it for me tonight. Um, but, you know, the, I have my brother-in-law is a Chargers fan. I'm still not 100% certain why. I think it has something to do with Madden and their colors. But they did have a super cool team when he was in his formative years uh, with Ladanian and, and uh, Philip Rivers and everything. So he's a Chargers fan, and I had always kind of downplayed how much he complained about how heartbreaking they were as a Browns fan. I was just like, I don't want to hear it. Um, But like, if you actually look back, like there has been a pretty damn, pretty damn good history of them just shitting the bed so hard. And they did it so, so hard on (laughs) Saturday night. Good Lord. Because the second half, Herbert couldn't get anything going. Um, He only threw one touchdown in the game. That's it. And Trevor Lawrence just fucking went off, man. They and and all of the momentum they couldn't get any of it back. Joey Bosa, your boy Joey Bosa, was being a giant baby, throwing his helmet. <laughs> I did. And then I Staley see. Daly picked it up and handed it to me. He threw it again right yeah, in front of him. Yeah,
2: hilarious. It's like,
0: damn, dude. <laughs> he he cost them some uh, some yards and points, and they just they could not stop them. It, it was it was a real all timer of a of a bed shitting that we witnessed on saturday and the game before that was also good for a half um seattle really hung in there with with the niners and then i'll be goddamned if brock purdy and the 49ers don't look like potentially the best team in in the nfc right now i mean like the eagles are really good we didn't get to see them week one but um in a weekend where a lot of teams that were supposed to be good underperformed holy shit did the 49ers take off
2: yeah, sorry, Allison's lot asking of face for making. a phone charger. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: What do you have to say, Dave? You're making funny faces over there. <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, th- dude, there's there's rednecks that are rooting for the Forty ers now. Why? Well, their quarterback has a purdy mouth. <laughs> 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 I wasn't gonna say it, but you, you know, I was just laughing to myself in my brain.
0: No, it was worth it. I'm glad you did. Yeah, that was a
2: nice. uh, hell of a corny joke. Um, yeah. I didn't realize he was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Pretty cool.
0: It's pretty Wild. cool. That, yeah, like he's definitely the most successful Mr. Irrelevant of all time. Yeah, just absolutely. Already in what he's done.
2: I watched that game. I saw what the Bills, the Bills were slapping dicks for a little bit too. Like they let the fucking dolphins hang in there for way too long.
0: Oh, they right. almost lost that game.
2: Yeah, I mean they kind of pulled it out there at the end. Like, did they end up winning by two scores?
0: They? No, they I think don't
2: know. I think it was Miami got it close.
0: Yeah, Miami was was really fucking close to taking it with some dude named Skyler. I their third string quarterback. Yeah, they it gave was a Buffalo three hell. Game.
2: Three point game.
0: They gave Buffalo absolute hell, and, and Buffalo, a little room for concern there. I mean, they, uh, they were supposed to be the, the highly motivated after Jamar Hamlin, the just unstoppable juggernaut. And maybe they'll regain it, but especially, you know, a game like that, an like a division rival, it, things can go a little bit more awry than typical.
3: What was weird was that came out slinging, went up early, and then just let them back in the game before halftime, and then it, it was a race to the end. Uh, yeah, their defense didn't show up, and uh, they're going to have problems if their defense doesn't show up against whoever they play next.
2: That'd be the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah, yep. that's right.
0: That'll be a showdown. I'm excited for that one because the Bengals didn't look super great versus the Ravens, and the Ravens. No. Goddamn! Did did they really give that game away?
2: Man, they they almost wanted. I mean, they almost tied it up to you. that ball hit both that guy's fingertips.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, the biggest one is the um, the scoop and score. The like Huntley at, at the goal line. They they have him from uh, two yards out. Yeah, and that's not. He's, what I was he's a little see. guy. He's, he's not a big guy. He's not. That's not Josh Allen. That's not even Joe Burrow, who runs about, you know, what, 6'4, 225 ish. That's Huntley, and, and he is a, he's a little guy. And you have J.K. Dobbins, you have Gus Edwards. Like, don't, don't, you don't need to do that. Try and, try and power the ball in first. It just felt like he was trying to be the smartest person in the room. John Harbaugh, J.K. Dobbins didn't hold back after the game. He, no. he was he was not happy. He had some choice words for the decision to, uh, to not give him the ball. He had, uh, I think, only 13 rushes, but he also had like four catches. So he had 17 touches total. He felt like he should have gotten more, especially at the goal line there. And did you see that Harbaugh interview, the sideline interview? No. Oh, my God. It, it was John Harbaugh being as big of a dick as, as he could have mild you know he was mildly cordial about it. He was he was still to somewhat of a degree professional. He wasn't just telling her to fuck herself. But the context of, of his, his tone and his short answers were pretty much go fuck yourself. You gotta check it out. He's I the Ravens don't look super great um moving forward as an organization. It seems like there's some discourse in there. And if they don't sign Lamar, like I I think that they're gonna be
3: Well and he was sharing you know, posts today talking about when you have a good thing, you take care of the good thing, and the good thing take takes care of you. So he's doing cryptic Baker-type shit on the internet. It, honestly,
0: I, I get it from Lamar. Lamar is still on his rookie contract. His knee is banged up. And without being locked up for those other years, I... I do understand him being like, "Well, if you don't want to extend me, you don't want to show me that you want me here. I'm not going to risk the rest of my career and my first big contract over this." You like, RG three made a post today about like, you know, things could have gone a lot different in my career if there were some different decisions made, and that's true. And I don't think Lamar is all that different, and he still hasn't gotten that contract. RG three never got that contract. Yeah. At least I don't think so.
2: Yeah, I mean, and Dobbins came out and said, like, one of his quotes was, we would have won that game with Lamar.
0: Now, he did say that he was misrepresented on that one. He said somebody specifically asked, like, do you think we'd win that game? And he said, yeah, I think we would with Lamar. So I don't think he just offered that after saying, you know, give me the ball. We would have won if we had Lamar. It sounds much worse if you you say it that way than, like, you know, he still was obviously calling everybody out, especially Harbaugh. But – At the end of the day, I think that the the Lamar part was blown out of proportion.
2: It's nice to see that in Baltimore.
0: Yeah, they've been very steadily good for a long time, and it sucks.
2: And uh, as much as, you know, we as a podcast collectively have kind of hated the Deshaun Watson signing, that trickle effect from that fucking guaranteed contract is... uh, you got to work in our favor because they're going to have to pay the fucking piper. Now everybody's going to expect that money. That's that's the contract. And all these quarterbacks, when they signed, fucking Baltimore fucked up. They should have locked him in before this. Uh, and now now this is going to be the new norm.
0: We'll see because Kyler Murray got his his deal, which you know obviously didn't work out super well for the Cliff Kingsbury Cardinals, but he, he didn't get that same kind of guarantee. He got a big guarantee, but not not a Deshaun Watson thing. So, um, I, you know, players' unions are going to keep calling it collusion, which I don't. I don't think that it is. I think everybody was just like these guys are fucking idiots looking at the Browns, saying we're not going to do that. And, you know, everybody can't just go sign with the Browns if none of us do this. then it doesn't have to be the norm.
2: That's a good point. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, but I, a lot, it, a you're lot very of well cent-
2: made. Well, I mean, because what do you want to do? Like, what, what do the Bills do? What do? What what does Cincinnati do in a few years? You know, what I mean, like, do they run the risk of somebody coming over top and taking Joe Burrow? Or they, or do they, they fucking buck up and they?
0: I I can't see the Brown family doing that. I'd be I would be shocked if they did. And you know, maybe like a, a an Atlanta Falcons gets so desperate for the quarterback that they are like, we'll do a Browns thing. I don't I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's what I see happening is. Somebody else is going to say, well, this will work. And that's what happened. I mean, Deshaun was out on the Browns. If we go back, we remember that. And then Andrew Barry basically probably told Jimmy, I can make this work, but here's what it's going to take. And they made the offer and he signed and shamed our franchise forever. And, um, but you know, we, we got the quarterback. So the the
3: key word in all that is desperate because, if another team doesn't go for it and they all kind of, like, lock arms and say we're not going to do it, then when we when everybody looks back on it, it's just going to be like, look at the desperate Cleveland Browns, you know, throwing all this money at this dude with all these charges, and it's just going to add
2: <laughs> to the long list. Well, of... even the charges aside, I mean, the, the owners can do what they want, but there's going to eventually be a team – I would I wouldn't trust Jim Irsay, uh with my life. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that guy will fucking go back on it. Like there, there'll be a team that that'll dump that contract out like that again. Like it yeah. won't be just the Browns.
0: Ursay's a, a wild card as well. You're right about that, and he's pretty desperate for a winner after they fell apart. It seems um, last year. I mean, it was it was winning in versus the fucking Jaguars who had been such a mess after Urban Meyer left. <laughs> This is pre-Doug Peterson Jaguars, and they, they couldn't get a win to you know, control their own destiny and get in the playoffs. And then this year, all of it came crumbling down. You fire Frank Reich. You hire an interim former player with like no... He had a losing record as a high school coach. That was his only coaching experience. <laughs> I, I, I could see him, yeah, doing something like that as well. Um, I don't know about the, uh, the Falcons, but they're... They should be doing something like that probably as well. I mean, remember a couple of years ago, fucking the Vikings gave Kirk Cousins a 100% guaranteed contract. Everybody was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And he had three years, I think like 84 mil, like 20, 28 mil a year, and you still didn't really see any fully guaranteed after that. So maybe it takes a couple of years to set in. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, Miami's another team. Like what's got to be to his future down there? I mean, he – When he's healthy, he looks to be pretty good. But, man, is is he going to play anymore? I mean, Lamar Jackson on that offense would be fucking nuts.
0: That would be pretty crazy. I think that that would would suit him really well. Um, I think that might be the only way he could successfully feed outside receivers because, you know, everybody said, like, oh, no, they never give Lamar weapons. It's like I I think the only weapons that he's really – that suit his style of play are tight ends. And they had some pretty damn good tight ends.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't see Lamar Jackson playing again for the Ravens personally. If I had to bet, I'd like that. If I had to bet, he's not there next year and he's getting fucking paid. He's getting a big old contract. Where's he from? He went to Louisville. Where's he from originally? I don't know. Let's see.
3: Did you guys now see uh, Sto did you see Stavros's uh you know he does a character, Ronnie, the Baltimore Ravens fan? Oh yeah, I watch him It's yeah. hilarious every week. Oh my god, it's so funny. He's Slack from Papano Beach. Under.
2: Florida.
0: Yeah.
3: Bum bum bum. Where's Bontanamo
2: <laughs> Beach, Florida?
0: Fifty-seven, did you
2: see? Boynton Beach. What is it?
0: Boynton Beach. Boynton? Boynton. 50,
2: 50 miles north of Miami. I'm just saying, that boy, the boy will be uh,
0: going back home. Miami Dolphins. That would be interesting. And there was that a boy in a
2: fucking racist thing. I don't want to get any fucking shitty emails. I <laughs>
0: We've already disrespected the Asian world. We're not trying to piss well, everybody not,
2: off. No 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 no. We're not disrespecting the Asians. I respect them very much. I'm saying they have a movement <laughs> in this country that that we should be deathly afraid of. And they're they're uh, they're infiltrating, deathly dude. not uh, the whole the whole I don't hate world, I don't okay. hate them. I don't hate the Asian world. Like dude, come on, man. <laughs> I got, I got mouths to feed here, man. <laughs> I don't hate them. Only two. In fact, okay. in fact, I'm going to buy a solo ticket and go back and watch Shed Dude myself. And if hey, I get, buy into what they're selling, I'm going, dude.
3: The, hey, get the link. And I, I got 33 bucks on getting a digital copy. We're not
2: getting Brian to throw $33 on a digital copy. I got nope. 50
3: bucks. I got 50 bucks on it.
2: <laughs> That's
3: what we need to do. We need to get together and watch that. I'd
0: watch Onion.
3: Fuck all the Lord. Same of the offer Rings. from
0: Friday, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see if we can. Find yeah, it.
0: I watched Lord of the Rings out of order because I wanted to watch just the the second one for the Helms Deep, and then it was like, okay, that was really good. Let, let's watch the first one, and the next thing I know, I was up till five a.m. watching the third Lord of the Rings movie. I watched all three.
2: Good move on not coming over.
0: Oh, lame.
2: I mean, I would have been up at least till two.
0: Yeah. I yeah. thought you were taking shots at Lord of the Rings and my no. in my decision. We would I've have never, actually probably I've never done something seen different. Oh, that's it. dumb. It's really good. Is it? Yeah the the Hobbit trilogy that shouldn't have been a trilogy is not as good. I still like it, but the, like yeah, the original three is just incredible. I'm sure they're good.
3: Yeah, they're pretty good. I never watched The Hobbit though.
2: Is that what those? Uh, what was it? Tolkien books were based on.
0: It's based on the Tolkien books.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Because well, it is the Tolkien books.
2: Yeah, okay. My dad had those when I was a kid, and I started to read them, but I was too young.
0: I 70s Stoners had a real boner for the, for anything Tolkien. Um, like, that's what, like, <laughs> Zeppelin, a lot of Zeppelin is just based off of Lord of the Rings, a whole bunch of it. Really? Yeah. Like, lyrics and, like, that uh, Led Zeppelin four classic, like, uh, lighthouse keeper guy, like, the, the wizard with, like, the lantern. Yeah. That's some Lord of the Rings shit. Huh, I didn't yeah. know that. I
2: was like eight years old, and I had to read my dad maybe read like Catcher in the Rye, which was like a weird thing to do. Kill
0: <laughs> John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting it for
2: Christmas. Like, what the fuck is this? You can read it; it's a good book. I've never read that. It was all right. I, I then I tried to read it in. High, we had to read it in high school again too. Uh,
0: you had to read it twice.
2: I mean, I didn't really read it either at the times. Come on.
0: Yeah, I never did any of, of these. Like The one assigned reading that I actually completed in high school was of Mice and Men. Other than that, I was looking at Spark Notes. I was cheating off other people's papers. I didn't read any of the books assigned. I never read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I don't give a fuck about that.
3: Hey, when they stopped giving me pizza, I stopped reading, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, as soon as book it was over, I went straight to Cliff's Notes.
0: did you guys ever have to do accelerated reader?
2: I don't even know what that is.
0: That was like a program that we had to do in grade school where you would like the, the books had an accelerated reader number on them for a number of points based on how difficult of a read and how long it is. And like, you know, the age level, it should be read at. And so you had to have a certain amount of points by the end of like the semester in order to get like a, you know a decent grade and there were times even as a young child that like i just didn't do the reading and then would have to just an absolute hail mary i would pick a random book and take a test on it without having read anything <laughs> Holy Shit. Well, yeah one time i ended up getting like a 75 percent on one it was like the <laughs> ultimate fucking just miracle of in academics i've got a few academic miracles but uh that was that was one that sticks out that's what's up
2: I forgot all about spark notes. Spark notes saved my life.
0: Save too. lives.
2: I would read the spark notes and then I would read, like I would skim the chapter and find another fact or two about that. I'd find the thing and then be like, okay, now when I actually have to write a paper or like write a fucking paragraph about it, it's not verbatim from the spark notes like every other kid in my class.
0: I was a pretty good writer so I could use my imagination like based off the spark notes to you know expound on different shit I've told you guys before I like I, I took a class in college on dance and I was supposed to go and attend this dance ballet recital that the dance company at our school was doing and I didn't and then an, another buddy of mine that was in the class went and and saw it and wrote a paper and then sent me his paper and I wrote a paper based off his paper and he got a C and I got an a
2: Nice. <laughs> I know that. Has he was so to, pissed. That happened to another buddy of mine too. Uh, he did a similar thing and it was
0: a running joke in our house. <laughs> you fucking dummy. Yep. He doesn't know how words work. He actually watched it. I have no idea I you know, I had no idea what it was about until I I read his paper. I just wrote it in better nicer words.
2: <laughs> I read of mice and men too, actually. I'm thinking about all the books that I actually read. I think I read Frankenstein.
0: I did not. My well, men was short enough.
2: More to the flies where they kill the fucking fat kid.
0: I remember that. Piggy. Yeah, right?
2: Piggy. Yeah, dude. They fucking yeah. with Piggy. Yeah, my, I cried a little bit.
0: We like read that in class, like like together throughout the, the semester. Like he'd say, do the reading at home. And then he'd just read it again to us in class and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to do this at home. Oh, uh, uh, I
2: remember that, where like you'd raise your hand and read a paragraph, and everybody went around the room reading a paragraph. Yep. Oh man, I would. I was fucking petrified of that. If you can only imagine,
3: <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> it, it only took. It only took two recesses before somebody called me piggy. Once we started reading that book, <laughs> and I and I said I'll stick a conch in your throat. It went while you sleep, or something like that. And <laughs> I got in trouble. <laughs>
0: The true Eric Cartman fashion. Yeah, dude.
2: I just watched that Streaming Wars South Park special today. Nice. That's what I did. Cartman that's pretty his good. tits. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Steve O's going to put some fake tits in.
0: Is he? Is he? Yeah, dude. Good did lord. I, did It's for,
3: you... for his next special or whatever.
2: I know a girl it was rumored that a girl I went to high school with slept with Steve O. I don't I didn't hear it from the horse's mouth, but they're like, Oh yeah, so and so yeah, they banged Steve O And I was like, Oh that's the disgusting. horse's mouth. The horse's mouth. I didn't hear it from the horse's <laughs> mouth. It was on good record though.
0: All right. It was very close, but I he don't seems know. like a really nice guy. I mean if, if she caught him in the sober phase, then you know, no no judgment here.
2: I heard it during the the rap album P C P stage.
0: Oh boy! And this isn't and, uh, a drug gal. That's rough. She she might have technically raped him. <laughs> I doubt he was. <laughs> I doubt he was sober enough for consent.
2: Ooh, I guess you're right. I never thought of it that way.
0: But if he's getting tits, then like he's doing this sober, and <laughs> it is just that's sad. I remember a guy in the Man Show got paid a hundred thousand dollars to get a set of fake tits. <laughs> I remember him being on the man show and it was, uh, it was jarring.
3: I mean, I wouldn't call it sad yet. Let's see. Let's see what he does with it. You know, it might be one of the most genius things we've ever seen. You never know.
0: We'll find out, I guess. hundred thousand dollars to get fake tits. Yeah. How long did they have to leave him in for? I don't remember. I mean, this was early two thousands, late nineties man show.
3: Yeah, I've got real tits for free. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Same. you invested in those. Yeah, uh,
3: hundreds of thousands of dollars, I bet. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, you got them the fun way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Remember that when you were coming over to film the podcast, and I I sent you that picture of my titty?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't, but I believe it happened. I don't remember. I block things
0: out. I'm dumb. Um, pepperoni on my titty.
3: Oh, that's right. (laughs) Pepperonis on my titties, bitch. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, is there anything else to cover? The Cavs have been just back and forth. They may make a trade. We'll see what happens there. What's the trade deadline like? Valentine's Day? That's the All Star break. I don't know when the trade deadline the NBA is. Tim Hardaway Junior is a big rumored player. A couple guys, but whatever. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. They're gonna float around right where they're at, and then the NBA will get important after the All Star break, which is uh, Valentine's Day, and we'll see where they go from there. Um, Hopefully any three and D guy? Any Guardians news?
0: Nah, nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Actually, I take that back. I'm an idiot. They they have in fact locked down everybody that w- that went to arbitration has been signed and locked down. Um, so guys like Naylor, Bieber Karen Jack uh, all those guys have have reached agreements for the arbitration process. Uh, Bieber will be getting ten mil next year Damn. so they're supposed to go nice. into next season if they if they you know um, stay stamp pat at like uh like eighty five mil or so
2: where's that put them the uh, bottom third still yeah
0: yes for sure hopefully it'd be really nice if they go over 100 mil just to shut a lot of these assholes up but like i i think it would be just a great move I, i i think that you would people would still talk shit constantly and whine and complain but i don't think they'd have really any any room to talk if they locked up shane Bieber to a deal or Shane Bieber and Andres Jimenez. I think if they got both of those guys locked in for a few years, I think that would go such a long way with uh, all these spoiled asshole fans that that won't even watch the team because they just assume everybody's going to leave.
2: Ah, you hate them, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nothing else to talk about. Who do you guys, you guys want to do a list again? I, I get well, some point. Our... You guys. Sure. But go ahead.
3: I was going to say, who do you have for next week's uh, playoff matchups? Oh, yeah. Divisional round. Uh, it's Jaguars, Chiefs.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs on that one. I think the Jags are going to give them hell, but I don't think that it's going to be anything they can pull off. Enough? You think their defense will hold up? I think that offense is crazy in, in Kansas City.
2: Man, I I was taking the bolts, man. There, if you remember from last week,
3: I think I did too. I can't remember.
2: I just don't see the – It's hard to pick against the Chiefs, right? I'll, I'll stick what, with the Chiefs.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I got Patrick Mahomes behind me. I gotta I gotta go Chiefs. <laughs> He's been a quarterback on like almost every one of my fantasy teams for years. Um. What about Giants-Eagles? I'm
1: Fucking Eagles. Eagles.
0: Yeah. yeah Super, Eagles Bowl, all the way. Super
2: Bowl pick. Eagles, baby. I want to see those riot videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bengals-Bills, you know I've got the Bills. Shout out Uncle Buffalo.
0: I'm going Bengals. That bangles. one's tough to call, but I'm going to go Bills. I'm going Bengals.
3: I think the Bills are going to go in there with an axe to grind. Maybe they get like a, you know, one of those dope speeches at the beginning from uh, Hamlin or whatnot. and. You never know.
0: Excited to see that showdown, though. Pumped about it.
3: And then, uh, you know, 49ers versus either the Cowboys or the Buccaneers.
0: If the Bucks do win tonight, a part of me is going to say Bucks, But I, th- I think it's going to be 49ers. That one's another really tough one to call because, like, Tom Brady could have just been fucking holding back this entire time. He is a wizard, and he makes no sense to me. And... That one's tough to call. I am going to go 49ers, though, I guess.
2: Yeah, man, it's going to be tough. The Cowboys are just, ugh. you never know what's going to show up. If their defense is okay, it's pretty good, but oh. If, it, if it's the Cowboys, I definitely the Niners. Yeah, yeah I'm going Niners regardless, man. It's hard.
1: To yeah. Do.
0: Yeah, it's hard. Like you said, it's hard. If it's Cowboys, no question. If it's if it's Tampa, then I I really that would that'll be a tough one. But uh still Niners. Right on.
2: You guys got anything coming up?
0: Uh I'll be at the Athlon tomorrow and then uh I don't know, it'll be in That's Indianapolis. Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Then, it would
2: depend on when this comes out.
0: Yeah, and then Green Springs in February and in Indianapolis. Stuff like that.
2: Oh, you're Jack... doing that Sunday show. Sorry, Dave.
0: Yeah. You're
3: good. Uh, Jack of all Dave's, February 13th at Frank's Place on Market Street. Uh, John Armstrong is uh, starring.
2: you not do one this month, or did we miss it?
3: No, I, I, we didn't do it for January.
2: Gotcha. Um...
3: My My furnace broke, and I woke up without heat that day. And so I was scrambling to get my furnace fixed and uh had some cancellations, so I just called it.
2: Did you get your furnace fixed?
3: Yeah, yeah, that day. Nice. It was a pain in the ass.
2: I bet. Festival submissions are open for Rubber City Comedy Festival. Check that out. Um yeah, that's all I got. All I right. may come down to the Athlon, uh, We have a friend that lives there and has been like, come down, there's comedy there. Come down, there's comedy there. So we may go down and have a drink and hang out for the evening.
0: Sounds good. It's BYOB. Yeah. All right. Well, go Cleveland.